Hey there, welcome back to the Northwest Audio Podcast, Midweek Formation, where we give some supplemental content to take your formation beyond Sunday morning. My name is Nick, I'm the community pastor here at Northwest, and I'm here with our lead pastor, Luke. Today we are continuing our journey through the four themes of Advent. Today, looking at peace. So good. Merry Christmas, brother. Merry Christmas. I'm so happy to start saying that and me people too. won't judge me for it. Uh, because pre-Thanksgiving, I was judging you. You were judging me. I'm just through and through a like Halloween night, you start saying Merry Christmas <laughs> and you start getting your stuff together for Christmas You mean Christmas the night time. that your kids go and get candy is the night you feel like it's yes. Christmas time? Yes. But it's, it's that's like on, on like Maddie's <laughs> Maddie's side of the family. Like that's like the thing is like you watch Nightmare Before Christmas on Halloween Ew. and you start decorating the Christmas tree. That is a. Str- <laughs> I love that tradition. I think that's awesome. <laughs> Audience, I promise to disciple Nick more this year. It's away just, from hey, that you know, that is what it is. Thanksgiving is just Christmas pregame. <laughs> we can all agree on that. We have to. I, I so I love Thanksgiving so so much. So, so much. I love Christmas as much. Halloween's oh. like, I'm all there for it. I'm all there for Halloween because it really, I know people have like this, you know, Halloween's like demonic, whatever. And I would say that, um, it can be, <laughs> but that also, also there's been ways to like redeem right. the demonic of that and turn it into a fun family experience. But I am all there for Thanksgiving. I'm one of those people that's like, Big on Thanksgiving, big, big, big on Thanksgiving. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and equally as much so on Christmas, but Christmas does not start. I'm shocked that Thanksgiving is the same level as Christmas until for Thanksgiving you. is over. Thanksgiving and Christmas are just not even on the same. Like Thanksgiving, like I said, is Christmas pregame. No, I think it's uh, for me. It's just it's the it's a prequel. Hmm. It's a okay prequel. to be wrong. <laughs> that's okay I, i'll it's, still accept you <laughs> i'll still love you <laughs> yeah it's it's just it's it's matrix one and matrix two <laughs> as a as a 90s kid you know matrix movies were like that oh, thing okay Lord. so merry christmas to everybody yes. listening this let's, morning let's talk let's about peace on. today let's talk about peace let's talk about peace uh for those that don't know last week was just a uh, chaos the most of the staff was just all sorts of sick and all the families were all sorts of sick. It's just been crazy. Um, and the wise family got hit pretty hard by that. Um, so Maddie was actually supposed to preach on Sunday. And then on sun on Saturday night around seven 30, I texted Luke and I was like, Hey bro, you're on. <laughs> Which it was just so crazy. Uh, you had to just, Throw together a peace sermon. Yeah. Real quick. Real quick. Nothing like nothing like anxiety <laughs> to, <laughs> to form a message around yes. peace. Hey, maybe just God meant for that to happen. He's like, hey, form this this idea of peace out of your anxiety and well, see just, how my spirit works. Yeah, it was I was just telling Nick a little bit before we started our podcast, listeners. That man, Sunday was buzzing. Like the spirit was here. We saw so many people respond in faith to how the Holy Spirit was ministering uh, on Sunday morning. However, I wish y'all could have hear, heard Maddie's 40 minute sermon message on peace. It was 10x better than anything that you heard on <laughs> Sunday. 
Uh, it was so beautifully done. Had a little bit more prep behind it. A lot more prep behind <laughs> it. I got to hear it on Thursday as a as a rehearsal, and it was anointed and ready to go. But now she's got to sit on it for a year. Yeah. And let it bake in it. the oven. And you'll hear it eventually. It one day. One yeah. day. One She'll day. She'll give it for it. Advent Peace 2024. <laughs> um, uh, so. But yeah, so out of that, I think it's important to talk about this a little bit because I think there's something very beautiful about how everything went down. When things don't go to plan, we stress to the most, like all the time. And this happens, you know, constantly. This isn't just like a, every once in a while, you know, we get sick or something like that. This happens on a micro level all the time. When things don't meet our expectations, things don't go the way we plan on them going. And so we scramble a little bit. And so there's kind of like an anxiety, a rush of like, oh, shoot, what am I going to do? Wah, 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 you know, and everything is not peaceful. Like you would, you would not use peace to describe that situation. Um, and so there's something that, that is unique about the peace of God that enters into that space. Um, so let's, let's talk about, let's start with what you kind of, you know, a theme that you kind of carried through your message with the whole like negative 10 to zero to like positive 10 deal. Um, and how, when we're feeling like that negative 10 and we're like trying to get to zero, uh, but then God's peace is like the next level, like kind of describe that a little bit. Well, I just resonate with you so much. And I think everybody resonates with how, when things don't go according to plan, man, it's just stressful. It's just stressful and it's, it can be so chaotic. And, um, that, that is the life of church leadership, but most of our listeners are not in the life of a vocational, at least church leadership, but, but you got your own thing yeah. going on too. You know, stress, you know, stress, <laughs> everybody knows if stress. You've got a demanding job and family. Like, you know, stress, you understand what stress is and stress is a killer, man. Mm-hmm. Like it can rob your sleep. It can manifest itself in like physical sickness. It's just, it's the worst. And then there's the peripheral stuff that comes in. You're stressed and because you're stressed, you become anxious right? And you become anxious, you isolate, you isolate, you become lonely. Like yeah. it's just this horrible Never water ending. slide yeah. of darkness. Um, and I think that the negative 10 emotion of loneliness or stress, depressiveness, anxiety is so unpleasant that we'll just about do anything to resolve mm. those unpleasant feelings, which we uh, try to resolve those unpleasant yeah. feelings. We with, try to put band-aids on it with things that just make it worse. Yeah. And I think that is, um, in the, the Bible calls it sin. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, but I think that there, there are a lot of unwise things and sinful things that, that followers of Jesus do to resolve unpleasant feelings and emotions of stress and anxiety and depressiveness and loneliness. And I touched on all of those on Sunday. There's many more, I'm sure but they really take us from negative 10 to like negative 15 or more or mm. negative 20. It's just, it's just, like I said, a, a water slide of darkness. And we wonder why our hearts, our minds, our souls are just not at peace. It's because we're moving in the wrong direction. Yeah. We're putting band-aids on like bullet wounds, like trying yeah, to, trying absolutely. to be like, yeah, this will fix it. You yes. know, this is fine. It's like that, that meme that has the guy like sitting in the fire and he's like, this is fine. This is fine. Um, it's fine. Like, like, yeah, it's just putting a, a superficial fix yeah. on something that won't actually solve the problem at all. No, it's just trying to treat a symptom a little bit. That's right. Um, now we can do healthy things. Yeah. Healthy things are good. 
like I, I mentioned the three that I at least could come up with at the last second being that of the gym, reading a book, cooking a meal, yeah. finding peaceful environments, finding peaceful settings yeah. to change our mood. And those can be helpful and healthy and they do have the ability to get us from like negative 10 to negative five or negative five to, to zero. They can help quell anxious moods and help quell depressive moods, but they are not powerful enough mm. to introduce peacefulness to our souls. Yeah. They don't have the authority to do that. Mm, I love that word. They don't have the authority they don't to do that. carry That's good. any kind of authorized weight assignment yeah. on them to introduce peacefulness to where we need it the most, which is our souls. Like yeah. we want to be comfortable in our own skin. Yeah. We want to be um, at peace in the midst of chaotic. Yeah. In our innermost being. Yeah, yeah. In our innermost person. Wow. That's really good. And what I, I, I love, I love that simply because it acknowledges the reality that we as image bearers, as people made in the image of God, designed to live with God, designed to like walk in the garden, stroll with God. We cannot have peace without God. Like there's just, there's no situation in which we get fulfillment in our inner self and, and, and peace and shalom in our inner self where there's just complete wholeness without God, because God is the thing that makes us whole. It's in our design. It's in our, it's in the very way that we were created. Um, and so it's, it's no, it's, it's a no brainer that, you know, trying to fix our peace problem, um, with all of these other things other than God obviously aren't going to work because without God, there, there is no peace. Yeah. Like God is the source of that inner fulfillment, that inner, um, uh, completeness that we're looking for, that we're longing for. Um, I th you said it at the end of your message, the, the no, no Jesus, no peace, no Jesus, mm -hmm. no peace. Like <laughs> world's dumbest bumper sticker yes. is the truest. <laughs> <laughs> but it's literally like, uh, it's that same idea. It's that same concept of like, without Jesus, you cannot have the truest peace that you're, that you're, that your inner soul longs for. You can't have it because that's the only place that it can be found. Like we cannot have a full wholeness in ourself because we weren't designed to live without God. Right. And so we can only fill that hole with God. It just, it makes sense. It, to me, it, it, I don't see how there could be any other way to spin it. <laughs> there's well, there's not, and it is it is one of those deals where it is really easy to talk about on a podcast, right? right? But man, when the you know what hits the fan, right? Oh, yeah. When like life throws at you what life throws at you, dude, it is so hard dude. to cultivate rhythms of peace in in yeah. your soul and in the interior part of who you are, yeah, and so that what comes out of you is also peace, right? Yeah. But it's nothing like the world just gives what the world gives mm. and it gives a lot of troublesome things. And so all of us are met with that. And although peaceful environments, like if the gym is your deal, your headphones are in, you're lifting weights, you're going for a run, that's healthy, that's good, cooking a meal with music in the background, reading a book in a room with a tea, those are, those are the three that I could come up with. I'm, there's so many more ways that we can find peace but it's not shalom. Right. P peace as the world defines it is ceasefires, peace treaties, absence yep. of conflict. Yep. 
And although we def definitely want absence of yeah. conflict, that is actually not the deepest longing of our soul. The longings of our soul is for something only Jesus can give. Yeah. The world cannot give shalom. The yeah. world can give absence of conflict but it if can't things make, line up just yeah, right. But it can't make everything right in the way it's supposed to. It cannot bring completeness, wholeness, 100%ness, yeah. shalom. Yeah. God does. Peace. A full cup. Yeah. A full cup. Only Jesus can bring a full cup. And... um. Dude, Thanksgiving and Christmas <laughs> are so fun, but they reveal all of those yes. uh, troublesome things. Yeah. Well, Maddie, in uh, in the message that she was supposed to give, um, I I saw, I, I took a look at her notes and she had shared a stat in her, in her message that was like some crazy high percentage of people say that the holiday season is like the most stressful time of the whole year. I believe it. And like, man, I mean, obviously it makes sense. You know, we're always like, oh, it's the most wonderful time of the year. But dude, it is the most stressful <laughs> time the of the year. It's the most troublesome time <laughs> of the year. Like, right? Right? <laughs> yeah. Like it's, when you texted me the other night and you're like, dude, like <laughs> I'm saying, Judea is saying, May six, And I literally texted you back. It's the most <laughs> wonderful time I, of the year. It's true. I mean, it's just chaos. It's chaos. My question for you is there's obviously there are ways to, you know, pursue the presence of God in order to give you the peace of God um, in those situations when when things go crazy and you're just like, OK, I just need to like sit for a second, slow down and allow God to just like speak to me and just like be be aware of his presence um, and allow that to calm me down, um, because there's something very real about that church family. I can tell you that. Something about sitting and saying, like, God, I'm just going to slow down and just acknowledge your presence. Things things kind of stop for a second. Um, and so I know that that can be helpful. But what else can we do on a practical level um, that can help us step into that shalom and step into that peace um, that, that goes beyond just the band-aids and the fixes? Yeah, that's a great question. There is so much power in sharing the burden with the people of God mm. and in the community of believers. And so, uh, man, you know you're in a healthy culture when uh, all the plans that you made got canceled and new plans have to be made at the very last second. And the culture of the people that make up the culture flex with that. Mm. And there's an accommodation to that. And there's a graciousness, a mercy that's applied um, a lot of us don't like sharing our burdens because we're too prideful to share them. Mm. And so pride will get in the way of saying like, dude, my kid is sick. I, I'm sick. N now my wife is sick. Uh, it, is there any way that, do you have any leftover food in your fridge? Like I don't right. even have the energy to make a meal for my family. Today. Yeah. There is just something about acknowledging your human limitations and asking for help. Mm. Right. But nobody likes to ask we hate for help. Asking for Everyone help. hates asking for help. And all, but desperation will yeah. <laughs> force you to ask yeah. for Some, help. Sometimes we even hate accepting help. Yeah. Even if we're we're not asking for it and someone says, Hey, let me help yeah. you. And you're like, nah, 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 nah. But I got literally it. Jesus good. gives a moniker to the Holy Spirit and calls mm. him the helper. Right? Yeah. So followers of Jesus can ask for help. It's okay. You're part of an eternal spiritual family. Well, you're gonna, we're going to hang out in heaven too, right? We're going to hang out now. We're going to hang out in eternity as well. So get used to each other a little bit. We're not going anywhere. 
Eternity is going to have us there too. So I think that asking for help in seasons of stress, loneliness, depressiveness, chaoticness, and then the tried and true, I know it's the the answer that's always given, but it's the answer that's always given because it is the answer. And it is to carry these things before God in prayer mm-hmm. and, and take them to him in prayer um, in a real meaningful kind of way. Not like, uh, God, thanks for the food. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about undistracted, undisrupted, focused time yeah. of prayer. Your child has fallen asleep. You have the opportunity to get on your on your laptop and watch Netflix or get on your phone and scroll and you choose not to. And instead you spend that time in pensive prayer. Yeah. And that to me brings about a new measure of the Holy Spirit's support to sustain and support you through whatever it is that you are walking through. Yeah. And that's part of the reason that we do nonstop prayer here. Yeah. Is is to try and create space for people to like spend time with God that they wouldn't otherwise spend. Um, I mean, I know for me that you know, nonstop prayer last week being when it was, <laughs> we're all sick and stuff. And, you know, I'm trying to do all these things for work and trying to get these things going. And, um, every time I, I stepped into an hour of prayer, um, God would just say the same thing. He'd say, slow down. You're still trying to do everything. Yeah. You know, he'd say, just, just take the hour and just stop. And man, that is, there's nothing that brings peace quite like that. Amen. Um, and so, I mean, yeah, I, I mean, that's, that's definitely a, a practical, doesn't feel practical because we're like, oh, okay, just pray more, wah, 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 whatever, Nick, you know? Um, but, but seriously, seriously, just try it. Just try it. Next, <laughs> People hate the right like, answers. <laughs> next time, <laughs> next time you're super stressed out, um, just take it, take a minute, take a minute. Even if it's even if it's literally thirty seconds or two minutes, um, I, I read a book, um, "Praying Like Monks, Living Like Fools" by Tyler Staten. Uh, great book, definitely recommend it. I'll put it in the show notes. Um, and one of the calls to action he has in one of the chapters is to just pray for two minutes, like sit for two minutes every morning. Um, and it doesn't—that's not a long time. That goes by really quick. Um, and you just literally—I I, when I read that. And it was the summertime. I wouldn't. I would go and sit on my back porch. I'd sit on my back porch, sit on the concrete, because um, we didn't have any chairs or anything back there. <laughs> sit on the concrete, and I would set a timer for two minutes, and I would just look around. And that slowing down for just two minutes made a world of difference. Good. Um, and so I, I have to acknowledge that that is that is real. There is real peace that comes from sitting with God in, in that stressful moment. Um, and I think part of that is because. Similar to the concept of Sabbath, when there's a, there's a level of like giving up, you know, saying, God, I am giving over all sorts of like production and the sorts of, um, you know, output over to you, you know, and saying, I have all these things to do, but I'm going to trust that if I give my time to you instead, those things will still get done the way they need to. Um, but I need to give myself over to you kind of like find my identity in, in my relationship with you rather than in the output that I, that I do, that I have. Um, and I think taking that little moment of prayer does the same thing because when we're stressed, our first instinct is to frantically try and fix everything. Yeah. Like we're trying to fix everything that needs to be fixed and put everything back together. But instead, what might it look like to take a moment 
and say, God, like, I'm going to trust you with this. I'm going to trust that everything's going to be just fine. Everything's going to be just fine. Um, and I'm just going to give this over to you. I'm going to take five minutes that I could spend running around like a chicken with my head cut off <laughs> and instead just sit with you yeah. and let that inform the way that I respond. Because now we're no longer acting like we're not reacting to everything going on. We're being proactive. Now we can be at peace. Now we can be at rest. Now we we have more capacity to um, to embody the fruit of the spirit. Yeah. Because we're now coming from a place with God rather than coming from a place of anxiety. Like anxiety is no longer the primary motivation for everything that we do. It's peace. Right. Rest. Rest in the presence of God. Those things now can can let us act in the spirit, keep in step with the spirit rather than reacting and responding in the flesh. Um, so I think that, I feel like that goes just really well with the conversation that we had about the fruit of the spirit. Of Just like yeah. you need to pause long enough to not like, react out of your fleshly instincts and intuitions um, and let the spirit inform the way that you, that you respond to things. Yeah. This is, this is actually a really ancient discipline um, for any of our uh, stoic philosopher fans out there. <laughs> Marcus Aurelius was a Roman emperor and he was really smart. And even though he wasn't a Jesus follower, his truth corresponds to biblical truth because he had a high value on things that correspond to reality. And he is quoted in his book, Meditation, saying, um, if something is causing you distress, it is not the thing itself that's causing you distress. It's your estimate of it. Mm. So it's the it's your mind's ability to inflate wow. that thing that's distressing, which corresponds really well to how James, for example, talks about trials and tribulations yeah. and counting it joy and like, we actually do have a lot of power over our bodies with our minds. Yeah. We have a lot of power from the Holy Spirit if we're giving our mind to the Holy Spirit. And so again, it's just this like, we call ourselves Christians. We try to do the Christian life without Christ. That is the problem. Yeah. And Christian, the little anointed one, we're just all a little anointed yeah. ones. <laughs> and we're also a little annoyed by how the, <laughs> how, how the world gives what the world gives. And then we're surprised why we're so stressed mm. by what the world gives, but we're trying to do the Christian life without Christ. And so, like you said, just cultivating a rhythm of discipline to link up with God, the Holy Spirit in a way to support you through the troublesome yeah. seasons. You're going to get more trouble. H here's the lie. And I think it's an enemy lie that it's greener on the, the grass is greener on the other side. The next season will be easier than the current season. Yeah. It's all bogus. It's all bogus. Yeah. Every season, every season, actually it was Jesus that said, don't worry about tomorrow. It's going to have enough trouble. Of its yes, own. Yes. He's so realistic. <laughs> He's so down to earth. He knows that the next day is going to have its own set of troubles. It's not about yeah. cultivating a life mm. of troublelessness. Yeah. You're going to have troubles. There's, you're, there's no such thing as troublelessness. <laughs> That's such a hard word to say. You're going to have troubles. It's about, do you have the support from the Holy spirit mm. and from the Christian community to accompany you? in the midst and through those troubles. It's like, how do you get out of the valley of the shadow of death? You can't go over it. Can't <laughs> go around it. You got to go through you gotta it. You got to go through it. Well, who's going through it with you, man? Who? God. Yeah. Who, who's, are your people there for you? Are, are your other little anointed ones, your brothers and sisters in the Lord? Or do you have the courage to reach out for help? Right. 
right? Or are you just too prideful to ask for help? And these are all rhetorical questions, right? Yeah. You know, these are all self-confessed questions. Like every one of us is susceptible to this. Yeah. And the reason I'm getting so fired up is because all of us, man, all of us are confronted with the regular troubles of everyday life. Yeah. But it doesn't have to be debilitating, but it has become so debilitating. Um, and so our flesh will continue to try to right. lead the way. But the Holy Spirit is inviting us to trust him to lead the way. And I believe um, that uh, although Sunday is just a silly example because life is well beyond Sunday mornings. Right. But for me, it was my little personal example. It's like, well, I've never had to write a message the night before before. <laughs> but somehow, you know, in prayer, it's just like, well, God, this is your church and this means this is your problem. Yeah. So I'm going to prep what I can prep and you got to fill the rest. Simple yep. as that. And that is exactly what the Holy Spirit offered and did. Yeah. And my flesh was anxious, but my spirit was somehow calm. Um, and, um, only because I've been doing the same thing for 16 years and just accept that, like, if I tried to, uh, present a message as good as Maddie's, for example, there was just no chance. Or as good as it would have been if you had been prepping all week long. As if, as if a good enough message were somehow the goal. Right. Right. That wasn't the goal. You know, authentically surrendering before the living God was the goal. Yeah. And so anyhow, yeah. there's my soapbox, dude. <laughs> there's my soapbox. I think, you, I think you make a great point. It comes back to what we were talking about earlier. When, when you say that the, the troubles keep coming, mm-hmm. right? Um, it'll be a constant thing that we, we won't be able to get out of that. Um, but when we walk through those things with God, there is peace in it because we're intended to be with God. Like God will fill that. God will complete you. Um, and I just, I don't know. I think speaking to that discipline of like linking up with God, um, making that a discipline every day could make a world of difference, um, for the stress and anxieties that you experience every day. Um, because it, it will reconnect you to the thing that gives you truest peace to the thing that, that gives you, um, wholeness and completeness. Um, and if you start from there every day, man, I'm a firm believer in like morning and evening prayer. Yeah. Um, of like God being the first thing, like the first thing you do is give things over to God for the day. And the last thing you do before, before you go to bed is saying, God, I, you know, I, I've given you today. I give you everything that I'm experiencing in this moment. Um, and I give you rest tonight. I'm just yeah. submitting myself to you as I sleep. Um, I think there's something powerful about that kind of surrender um, and allowing God to shape that. Um, I mean, this is midweek formation. So as a as a discipline for formation for you to go beyond Sunday morning, to go, to go beyond um, the, you know, listen to a sermon and walk out and go get lunch. Um, doing this, having this kind of discipline um, to be to be present with God, um, to then experience the peace of God, which I love that that was kind of the direction that you took with this message, um, was that if you want God's peace, you need to pursue God's presence. That's the plea of this whole thing. Pursue the presence of God. Um, and when you do, you will find that peace. Yeah, um, because it's something only he can give. Yeah, and he, and he even he says it all throughout scripture is when you seek me, you'll find me. 
Yeah. Come to me, all you who are weary, and I will give you rest. Like, come come to me, come to my presence. I will give you the rest and the peace that you need. I will. You know, that's a promise. Yeah. And so I think we just forget that sometimes, or we don't believe him for some reason. Um, And so I think, I think a huge step for our faith, for our, um, our formation as followers of Jesus is to, to trust his word and to um, be present with him in our pursuit of peace in our pursuit of, of Shalom. So well said, I, I also would say that, uh, the, the thing that your soul longs for the most today, you have an opportunity to confess that it's something Jesus can only give you Mm. and your pursuit to find it is going to be futile. It's going to be ineffective and you'll be disappointed at all of the means and measures you undertake to find that Shalom are, can't be found in anyone else except for the heart and the hand of Christ. And so I just pray, I'm just going to pray for all of our listeners right now that your season of holiday, your, your season of, of Christmas, all of the holiday gatherings, listener, I pray the Holy Spirit um, covers you like a warm blanket reminding you that he is the comforter and he is the um, caretaker for your soul and that all of the troubles that are bouncing around in your head right now. Um, God has dominion over. And if you would just uh, place them at his feet and place them in his hands, um, although he won't necessarily magically resolve them overnight, he does have the authority over them and he can introduce peace to your life. And so God, I pray for every person who's listening to this podcast right now, that there would be a new measure of peace that they would experience because they've linked up with you. They are present to your presence and they have found great joy, hope, and now a peace in your presence that surpasses anything that they could manufacture on their own. I pray that for Nick, for myself, for the pastoral staff, for the volunteer community, for the covenant community, for all of the attendees, for all of the guests that will be coming through our church these next several weeks, for everyone who listens to this podcast right now or later, that you would experience the peace of God that can only be found in the heart and the hands of Christ himself, a shalom, a completeness, a wholeness, a hundred percentness that the troubles will come, but they don't have to be debilitating as they often are. But instead you can take those troubles and place them in front of Christ and ask for help from him. And he'd be glad to step in and comfort you and support you along the way. And so that is my prayer in Jesus name. If you have any questions or things you want us to talk about on the podcast, please let us know. You can do that by going to the media tab on our website at mercyroadnw.com. On our website, you'll also be able to find more details and information about our community, and you can get a hold of me or Luke directly as well if you go to the staff page. So thanks for joining us, and we will talk to you again soon.